Tossing your hair aside, huh? I want to look sexy for this episode. Well, you do. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. And welcome, folks, to the Strip Tease Podcast, the podcast where we tease comic strips. <laughs> yeah. With Corndog and the Log. Oh, yeah, the Log. Long Arm of the Log coming through with some comic strip justice. You know it. Yeah, baby. I was i have a good i think i'm gonna bring what sorry oh the ac's on whoops <sighs> do i ever learn <laughs> <laughs> we're back we're back we got more stuff you know i'm gonna do again what i liked last time that i did um is uh i'm gonna do the ripley's Believe it or not, comic again. Read okay. some facts. Oh, okay. I thought that was fun. You can still do a comic strip fact. Thank you. I was very <laughs> disappointed. <laughs> yeah, I brought a Ziggy fact, but fuck it. Those were interesting. And yeah. it's great that you can't ask further questions. <laughs> so we can just speculate about <laughs> what it really means. Right, right. I mean, even though we know all these facts already because our minds are kind of like big encyclopedias already. Exactly. You know what Ziggy's real name is? What Ziggy is short for? Zigtholomew. Zigfried. Is that the fact? <laughs> that was part of the fact, but you know what? That's the whole fact. I just decided. <laughs> wow. Zigfried. Yep. Like, Sig- I've only other he- ever heard of Siegfried, like Siegfried and Roy. Um, Siegfried and Zoe. <laughs> New act. <laughs> Very cool. Well, now that we know that about Ziggy, I didn't know. I didn't. Did you get a copy of his birth certificate? No, actually, I got a lot of facts about his name here. Well, it starts with a Z because he's always in last place. Ah. <laughs> Ziggy's often depicted as a beleaguered and exasperated at the various obstacles life puts in front of him, from faulty ATMs to soured relationships. He prefers to socialize with animals. Little parentheses there. Okay. <laughs> or Wilson, himself in a mirror. Wilson, the author, gave him the name Ziggy because the letter Z comes last in the alphabet, and Wilson thought that was a proper position for his character, who often came last in life. Another story has Wilson hearing the name from a colleague's barber and remembering it. Oh, thanks for... Okay. Undermining your own factoid. Yeah. In one strip, Ziggy is seen waiting for a rescue after a flood, but the responders are going in alphabetical order. Aha. Uh-huh. And then the last thing is in 1974, Wilson told a reporter that his full name is Ziegfried. Wow. So that's Jake Rosson wrote that for Mental Floss. Thank you, Jake. Wonderful work as always. Um, quite a journalist. Can you imagine being the journalist that has to go, you're on the Ziggy beat. You have to go, hey, sir, uh, Mr. Mr. Ziggy author, sir. <laughs> yeah. 
What's his full name? What's his full name? Oh, come on, I don't want to take it. Come on, Ron, just give us one little soundbite for the news. Sorry, I've got to go in my office and draw for 12 <laughs> right. hours. Right. <laughs> I don't right. have time. I'm sure that was a front page article. Ziggy's full name revealed. I've read his work before, Jake Ross, and I recognize the name, so that is his beat. Yeah. Maybe he's like us, man. Maybe he's just a fan, and he turned his passion into work. I am a Ziggy fan, and as someone who was looking for another comic strip to compete with, uh, there's, there's not so much fruit on the vine of funny comic strips. Yeah. Unfortunately. You have to look hard. We do deep, deep research every week to bring you this comic strip joy that we bring you every week. It makes us makes it sound like comic strips are the funniest fucking thing on the planet because yeah. we find such great strips. We work really hard and it shows. And it shows. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. Well, that just shows you guys what um, drive and determination and discipline where it can get you <laughs> you could be here yeah exactly <laughs> so uh yeah yeah but you know some of them are consistent ziggy is consistently on the funny side yes. far side's pretty funny usually always yes yeah garfield's real hit or miss yes holy crap mostly miss well then but you they have, do hit they do when they hit they hit hard and when Luann, you have some like Luann or for better or for worse, which just never hit. <laughs> yeah. Not to mention family circle. Circus. But it is in a circle. Damn it. Yeah. 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 What kind of comic strip expert am I? If you were going to draw a comic strip, do you have a character in mind that you would draw? I have a cartoon character that I could even draw for you. His name's Igmo, but I don't think, Igmo. I don't think he's a good main character. I think he's a funny guy to come in and say something stupid. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Where'd the name Igmo come from? My mom at some point said, you should name one of your characters Igmo. I guess, so I guess she thought of it and I was just like, you know what? That's a pretty good little name, mom. And so I separately, I drew this character I draw all the time. And I just like, well, his name's Igmo because he looks like an ignoramus. Oh, that's where it came from. Ignoramus. Or do you have any idea where your mom came up with Igmo? I mean, yeah, it sounds like ignoramus. Ignoramus or. Right. Ignorant guy. That's a that's a good dis word that I feel like has fallen by the wayside. Ignoramus. Ignoramus. Is it ignoramus? Ignoramus. Ignoramus. I like calling people food items so they don't even know if it was an insult. Like, oh, you fucking peanut. You don't even fucking know. Hmm, you donut. That sounds like a cute pet name, and I know there's nothing you love more than donuts. So is that a <laughs> term of affection? Well, see it. If yeah. Throws you for a loop or through a loop. I don't know, but it does one of those things. <laughs> for a loop. It doesn't throw you through a loop. That would be, I guess, helpful. It, well, if you're trying to go through a loop, yeah. Trying to go through a loop if you're Sonic the Hedgehog or something. Well, he collects rings. He doesn't go through. Who goes through loops? If you're a. Um, My old fish, Fred. <laughs> Don't remind us. 
Don't remind us. Fred, poor Fred. Yeah, you don't go through a loop, but dude, getting thrown for a loop doesn't make sense either. What right. does that mean? You're thrown for a loop. You are. It should be you. I was led through a loop. That's what it should be. But that if you're going sense. through a loop, what is that? How is that bad? I was led in a circle. I don't know. Yeah, right. I'm saying like, you know, I was led nowhere. Or I don't know. Right. Thrown for a loop sounds like you're, you were, yeah, led us, you led yourself in a complete circle and went nowhere. Right. But it's not. We could look this up, but you know what? We're not going to, and neither are you at home. Yeah, just exactly. gonna <laughs> exactly. know exactly as much as we do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you had a good weekend. You caught up on sleep. Yeah. How late can you sleep in? If you have nothing going on, you went to bed at midnight. I don't know. I don't these days really sleep in. Yeah. But yesterday I definitely took at least one nap and I think I took a nap Saturday too. <laughs> nice. So yeah, I'm feeling old, although I've had a lot of energy today. So, you know, that's good. <laughs> that is good. It'd be bad if I still needed to nap today too. Napping's the best. I could nap. Mm, I don't know. I, I don't like the way I feel after I nap and it, you still got a lot of the day left. Yeah. I get sluggish. Really? From a nap makes you sluggish? Yeah, but I think I have a caffeine problem. I'm trying to stop drinking caffeine, but I think that probably contributes to it. Ah, ah, you're off caffeine now completely. No, I'm tapering it off, but I think... What are you at now? I think that's maybe why I was taking naps, because I'm at a quarter of a <laughs> liter, two-liter thing a day. Of Mountain Dew a day. Which is not even a full bottle i measured it all out <laughs> i just i don't know the amount milligrams of caffeine i'm drinking explain to me one more time why mountain dew is better than coffee it's i mean i just it just has way less caffeine ah it just has less caffeine in it yeah but you don't and know I, how much caffeine is in it you just said well i looked it up at one point oh okay. i just don't know what a quarter of a bottle is <laughs> yeah it, you know i don't have it memorized it doesn't feel like that's that much caffeine i think you're doing pretty good yeah but i was drinking way more until saturday and i think that's maybe what made me sluggish but then also uh -huh. oh you know it's it's also hot outside i was walking around and running errands yes 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 and but after i woke up from that nap it's like i'm committed to not drinking any more caffeine the rest of the day right but I just feel like, oh, man, I have to, like, sit up and Your stand up. Your dew levels were low. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. You can't be expected to be awake a whole day when your dew levels are that low. You're running on dew reserves. Well, I got to get off of that shit. So oh, That's going to be a sad day. Do they make no, caffeine-free dew? No, no, no. I don't want... I don't want... I don't mind it, and I. that's why I use dew. <laughs> Mountain Dew. I'm actually embarrassed we're talking about this now. Why? Because Mountain Dew is so trashy, but you it's know not. what? Uh, it's what I use. It's just easy to measure. I know, you know, measure. it's consistent. <laughs> no, it's just the, consi the consistent amount of caffeine. I can taper it off. Yeah. What's it called? Consciously. Right. I don't know. If you right. make coffee. I, I just never was a coffee person, but. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I don't, I don't, you don't have to be embarrassed about drinking Mountain Dew. I think you need to be loud and proud. It's not trashy. It's, it's a little bit different. The, I mean, if I, have you heard of Are You Garbage, the podcast? Yes. Yeah, I think that would go in the I'm garbage category. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, yeah, I drink Diet Mountain Dew every day. I never drink coffee. Oh, yeah. H. Foley back. Oh, yeah. Mark that one down. Yeah, well, that's my H. Foley. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) I think that that's judgmental and unfair, and I don't think you need to live your life by their standards, Logan. You can be a do drinker all you want. You're not trashy. You're a good person who just. I actually, I think it is trashy. Do as I say, not as I do. Stay away from the do. It's got yellow nine in it. I probably have that bad. I probably don't have any sperm left. Who knows? (laughs) Who cares? (laughs) Yeah. It's a plus, actually. <laughs> a plus for the world. Is Yellow but, Nine a, do, a sperm attacker? I think I read that, but you have to consume more than isn't food. Like, a lot. Right. But I do drink it every day, so who knows? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know who you're going to be post do. I'm scared <laughs> of that person. I don't know if I want to know that, Logan. Okay. I didn't drink Mountain Dew when we lived together. You didn't. And that was some of the worst times of my life. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. We'll see. And then once you've picked up the Dew, everything changed. Okay. Well, we don't have to dive more into your Dew drinking if it makes you feel trashy. <laughs> I think we covered it. I, I think we're just at the tip of the iceberg, <laughs> my friend. What do you want to know? How... Early after you wake up is the first sip of dew. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It, really, it's when I feel sluggish. I'll watch TV and drink some Mountain Dew until it hits me, and then I'm like, yeah, okay, okay, time to get <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, you ready. get that jacked up. Well, I I feel like getting up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much what I do. Um, but some mornings I just have energy and I forget to drink it at all. And Wow. Is but there, if I don't drink it by the end of the day, I do get like, I mean, currently I get a little bit of a caffeine uh, headache. So that's what I'm trying to like get rid of, get the addiction off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have you ever had anyone talk to you in the morning before you've had your first cup of dew? And how did that <laughs> cup of dew. interaction go? There, were you cranky? Can. No, no, no. It's really about staving off that caffeine headache. And at, at okay. that point, that happens before I even get cranky. Uh-huh. So you can talk to Logan before he's had his due. Any crankiness would have to be like a few days if I take a few days off. Yeah. But I would be cranky. That's the whole problem. I'm trying to like really taper it off so I can just get a clean break from caffeine. Well, that's why I think that you should find a caffeine-free dew, and then you start mixing it together or something, and pretty soon, or you rip off the labels, and then you don't know which one's which, and then all of a sudden, you've been off dew for, I'll bring a... I don't crave the Mountain Dew. I really, it really is just the caffeine. I know, but the, the like placebo once I don't, effect. No, no, it's, there's no placebo. If I get a headache, it's not in my head no well, but I it'll go it away 
it'll go away if you don't think it's because of the dew. You're just like, oh, this is a headache from something else. And then you'll fight through it and then you won't have it anymore. And you'll be like, wake up one morning, have your cup of dew. And you'll be like, oh, my God, wait, I've been drinking caffeine free dew for six months now. Six? It's not going to take that long. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) No, it's not a placebo. It really is a physical addiction. It's not even, even weed is not like a physical addiction. But it's real withdrawals from caffeine. If you like, do you drink caffeine every day? Um, most days. Oh, I get. I bet if you stopped for two weeks completely, you might get a, a slight headache. But you probably wouldn't. I think when I was a kid, I got these headaches. I didn't understand what it was, but I'm sure now that it was caffeine headaches. What were you, you drink a lot of caffeine one day? The next day, you're just gonna be like a little bit uncomfortable. Like, ah, what is it? Am I? Not yeah. getting enough sunlight or something. I don't yeah. know. It's like, what is this? And it's the f- damn caffeine. Yeah. Yeah. So we need to track the first podcast we do when you are not no longer doing the do. Sober. From, <laughs> yes. From caffeine. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. And then we'll see. Three bottles in here and I'm trying to be. Wait. Uh oh, I've got two bottles in there. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> Trying to be completely clean by the time I finish the last one. Wow. Okay, we'll Whew. see. We'll see how much progress how how much crankier you get by the end once you're completely off. And good luck to you, man. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's a big deal. It's been a long journey. In terms of addictions though, I think diet do is not the worst. No. <laughs> I Dr. Pepper's way worse. No, (laughs) Um, I started enjoying a Diet Coke from every now and again. Oh yeah, Um, it has a lot of caffeine in it too. I'm sure. You know, my sister was on a camping trip and she came back and she had all these extra Diet Cokes that she put in my fridge and I drank one and one night and was like, I like this. It's better than Coke, I think. Coca-Cola. Yeah, I can't remember the last time I've had just a plain, regular American Coca-Cola. It's not the... It's not even the top five best soda. I don't know why it's the most popular, really. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't know either. Just the label so American. I guess. Nostalgia factor. I guess it's... The one, it's the one soda I see associate with Africa. Was there a movie called The Gods Are Crazy where a Coke bottle? The Gods bottle must be crazy, yes. <laughs> fell from the sky? I think that's, I always think of like these world-based, like, I mean, uh, global-based commercials and stuff at the Olympics and stuff. Yeah. But in America, nobody wants a Coke. Nobody ever asks for a Coke. I think a lot of people do. Oh, I I think you're you're just so far into the do world that you don't even realize how many people are drinking <laughs> Coca-Cola. I was about to say interrupt and say like, yeah, I'm so much of a hipster, but then I was like, oh yeah, I'm into Mountain Dew. That's not really. <laughs> it can be hit, hit Mountain Dew's hip. There's nothing wrong. You need to stop shitting on yourself for drinking Mountain Dew. I'm getting sick and tired of it. Okay? Yes, sir. It's okay that you drink the dew. Well, I won't be soon enough. I know. And that's not okay. 
Do you like any of the do flavor alternatives? The like electric orange or the have you? Have I've you never any? had electric orange, but they're all good. But all of them except regular Diet Mountain Dew give me heartburn. I don't know the explanation. That is weird. But the Baja Blast gives me heartburn. Mm. The watermelon shocker, whatever that's called. Mm, yeah, that one's really good. But that I think gives me heartburn too. Wow. Wow, that sucks. <laughs> this can't be interesting. Yes, I think it's very interesting. <laughs> it's very interesting. If there's any medical scientists or doctors or um, dietitians can, that can explain why Diet Mountain Dew doesn't give Logan heartburn, but all other, are they the diet ones too? Or just regular well, I, flavors? I think so. I know Diet Coke gives me heartburn for sure. Why? Why? Can you explain that to us? Please open our eyes and sh- tell us what he's doing wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to transition from Diet Mountain Dew to green tea. Yeah. I mean, as I'm like tapering off, but I was also like, well, I can also be, you know, I think green tea's healthy, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. As soon as I started doing that, like the first day I drank green tea, I felt really sick. And I was like, do I have COVID again? Fuck. No, I looked it up and green tea makes you feel, uh, what's it called? Um, nauseous. What? It's like the whole point of this was to feel better. <laughs> the whole point of me transitioning to green tea was to feel healthier. It makes you feel nauseous? Yeah, if you have an empty stomach and you just drink a bunch of green tea, I guess it has something in it that makes you feel nauseous. Oh, well, I know something that is <laughs> way worse than Diet Mountain Dew. Yeah, I don't care how healthy it is. It's like if I feel nauseous, then that's not healthy as far as I'm concerned. Okay, let's take... A, let's take your caffeine addiction away. If you could have an ideal day of drinking different fluids that would make you feel cool and popular <laughs> and not trashy, what would you be drinking? Like, would it be like a Cortado in the morning, a hazy IPA for lunch and a orange Georgian wine for supper? It would be uh, milk. <laughs> no, <laughs> it would be Dom Perignon for breakfast. Wow. Okay. Now we're talking. That's not trashy. Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> With orange juice. It's a <laughs> putting down a bottle of champagne for breakfast. Okay. The whole bottle, and then uh, that's not going to give you heart for burn. lunch. Nah. Well, it'll be like mimosas made with Dom. Yes, right. Okay. So that'll be appropriate. That's appropriate. And I'll share it. I'm not going to drink the whole bottle. So then for lunch, uh, yeah, it's got to be a beer, right? So what was a beer you said? I never heard of. Hazy IPA? Nah. Let's see. Think classy. Classy. Think cool. Think the coolest Logan you can think of. Bud Light. No. Bud Light for lunch because I'm a metropolitan. That's a metropolitan beer now. It is. It yes. Means, yeah. Yes, it is. It's it frou frou, which, hey, that's what I'm going for. 
Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And then for dinner, uh, Pappy Van Winkle. Wow, good <laughs> yeah. choice. So it's an expensive day, except the Bud Light was given to me for free. <laughs> and you're gonna be, and you're gonna be fucking wasted after dinner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but in a classy way. In a very classy way. I was in when I went to the wedding. I went to um, in a small town, just outside of Dallas. Um, I was at a bar. And it's like, you know, a small town kind of country bar. And I ordered a Bud Light, not even thinking, you know, like when I go to a, when I go to a, like a small, that's what you get naturally. If I go to like a, so if I go to a small town, little country Western type of bar, right? Like uh, I, what I really want to drink there, you know, a country on the jukebox, you know, they got like the we don't call the police sign on the wall with like gun pictures of guns, you know, like those types of places. OK, <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen that sign, but yeah, I got yeah, the, I got the picture. OK, yeah. I'm evoking A-honky something. Tong yes, thing. exactly. Everyone's boot, boot scooting boogieing all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> um, I when I go to those types of bars, I want a beer and a shot of whiskey. Because it just feels appropriate. Yeah. And so when I go for a beer there, I just get like a Bud Light or a, a bottle of something, you know. And in those types of places, you know, like Michelob Ultra, that's definitely a Metropolitan Roller Skaters beer, <laughs> yeah, you know. Skaters. Don't want to order that there because right. then they're like, oh, look at the big city boy, you know. <laughs> so just want to order something normal. Give me, give me a beer and a shot of whiskey. And so forever, it would just be Bud Light because it's just normal and easy to put down. Right. <laughs> and uh, I ordered it at this bar, and all the old cowboys sitting at the bar, their heads just snapped and turned to me like... <laughs> You know, like it sounds like an old Bud Light commercial about to happen. No, it was the opposite. <laughs> Did the music stop too? Yes, <laughs> yes, pretty much. They're all drinking Coors Lights, you know, right? And then I ordered the Bud Light, the trans beer, uh-huh. and all their heads snapped. Like, oh, okay, well, a lot of them are like, well, you know, I don't. Hey, I don't really care about that stuff, but you know what I think pissed everyone else off about the Bud Light thing? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's like, no, it pissed you off. It pissed you off. Here's the head of Bud Light said that they want to get rid of all their old customers. They want new customers now that are trans, I guess. They want to get, and that pissed a lot of people off, man, because they got a lot of loyal customers. Now they don't want them anymore. It's like, they didn't say that. Maybe the reason there is a boycott and the reason it's working is it's so easy to quit Bud Light. It's it's just almost water. Yeah. And Miller Light, in my opinion, is better. (laughs) I think Coors and Miller Light are both tasting better. I I don't know. The idea that someone's like, oh, you disagree? I don't know. Yeah, but the idea that people are like, I've been a loyal customer. It's like you just bought the cheapest 
yeah. beer they had. <laughs> yeah, loyal. I wouldn't. I've never been loyal to Bud Light or Coors Light or Miller Light. I could yeah, that's give weird. a shit. I could care less. Um, I now Michelob like, Ultra. I mean, Michelob till I died. <laughs> yeah, other, of course, other beers, of course. <laughs> yeah, well, for sure. After I um do my my triathlon, my triathlon, it's biking, rollerblading, and um, kite surfing. Then there's nothing like a nice cold Michelob afterwards to celebrate with my fit friends. Hell yeah. It's the athlete's beer. Right. Exactly. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I could I could give a shit about any of them. You know, just whatever. Something light and I can drink. So did you say anything to this guy or, or was did the interaction get any more deeper than that well i stuck the bottle up my ass and butt chugged it <laughs> on the bar did a handstand butt chugged it on the bar and uh he respected me after that awesome yeah. Yeah, that's the end of the bud light commercial <laughs> yeah. that's when the logo pops up <laughs> no actually my girlfriend ordered a, a coors light and <laughs> oh she she outdid you yes she made me look like a fucking idiot and everyone's clowning on me and um, and then she's like, actually, this Coors Light's really good. And I tasted it, and I was like, wow. For some reason, at that moment, the Coors Light was more refreshing. So after oh, I you finished were getting my peer pressure, after I finished my Bud Light, then I drank the Coors Light. But it was too late. Everyone already knew me as the Bud Light guy. Like, oh, he's switching now, huh? Wow. Yeah, right. We still know what kind of guy you are. And I was like, I'm okay being that guy. I don't care about them virtue signaling with a trans woman good for them <laughs> you know why do you why does anyone care that's what i was saying <laughs> and it didn't hold much water there those small town folk don't care much about what a big city guy like me has to say with my feminine dress and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, were you wearing a dress? <laughs> Pretty much. No, I was wearing dress. a Hawaiian shirt and and jeans and like some nice shoes. Had cool sunglasses on. They did. They thought I was a cream puff, <laughs> which is a food association that is a diss. Like you were talking about earlier, calling someone a peanut, a cream puff. I think it's a diss. I think it's actually just kind of a way to call someone gay. One tough cream puff. That's what I would, <laughs> that's what I would say right back. So if, Shout out to Kirby. Go ahead. <laughs> is, why Kirby? <laughs> that's a Kirby commercial. Oh, He's really? one tough cream puff. Really? Yeah. Oh, got Old it. Nintendo commercial. I don't know. If cream puff is directly... It, it is just calling someone gay, right? Yeah, or feminine. Or feminine. Nothing wrong with either of those things. As a Bud Light drinker, I would say that. No. Um, yeah, it's like, <laughs> how deep do I want to go? I don't think it's always bad, though. Because like, if you're working on a work site with power tools and all this stuff, and then uh, your bag is pink... And the guys want to make fun of you. Who cares? I mean, it's just people, you know, yeah, prodding no. each other. And yeah, 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 yeah. No. around. It's absolutely. I mean, it is like homophobic, but it's not like literally like you're actually 
It's not full homophobic. of homophobic. Yeah. It's like you're really afraid of gay people. It might say. come from a place of hate, but in that moment, they're just trying to have fun. What I've learned from small towns like that is no matter how you sexually identify, as long as you're white, you should be okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's something growing up in Texas. I felt like Texas got a really bad rap for racism. Now, racism is everywhere and in Texas. Yes. But Oklahoma was worse where I went to school. Yeah. And L.A. is the very worst, most racist place I've ever been where I hear people say insane things that I would never hear in the Dallas area where I grew up. Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is pretty wild. A pretty segregated place. I, I don't know. I, I mean, I've seen, you know, I was dating someone uh, and she was not white and we went out to uh, Yosemite and around Yosemite, the towns around Yosemite that were small towns, you know, we got some looks that I had never experienced before. And I was like, oh, wow. I usually think of these towns so friendly, but that's because I'm white and I'm usually with my white friends and everyone's so friendly. But now I feel like these looks are not. And is that in uh, what state was that in? California. Oh, you go east in any of these western states, you're going to find racist assholes. Yeah, California is kind of insane. I mean, it's. Yes. I think it just has the roots in the Wild West, and people are really crazy out in the desert. <laughs> yes. You some real characters. but Or up in. And probably the same in Texas or Oklahoma or any small town, but where I grew up was like suburbs or semi-urban in the Dallas area. Yeah. And everybody's in a biracial relationship and everyone's Mexican. <laughs> right. Right. Every black person and every white person is like, oh, yeah, my granddad's Mexican. You know, I don't know. <laughs> right. Right. Never only met one Jewish person ever in Texas before I wow. moved away at age 18. Wow. I'm even trying to remember now who was it. <laughs> I knew I met one. But yeah. No Jews. <laughs> Shalom, cowboy. We got the, <laughs> we got the bar mitzvah to go to. <laughs> oh, it's a rootin' tootin' Passover today. Yeehaw! That's where, at least as a kid, I saw real prejudice was like everyone is Christian or maybe yeah. atheist, but it's like, yeah, you know, that's what every, everyone's on the same page of like that. Yeah, right. Christian... And in the way that like Jesus is praying for the World Trade Centers, <laughs> like Jesus, what you know, you see like the flags and stuff, or it's like, or like the pictures, or like the 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 symbology of like Jesus, like praying for American troops or something like that. Like Jesus cares about America the most. <laughs> it's like, it's yeah, so so sick, like. Yeah. It's a hodgepodge, though. That's like tackiness. There is a lot of tackiness in Texas, but I don't know. There's a lot of good taste and tasteful. I mean, I'm not, I don't, damn it, stupid fan. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I don't, I'm not religious, so I don't have crucifixes or anything like that in my place, but there's tasteful use of imagery like that. Okay, you're that's a not tasteful- Jesus. You know, flying a jet, shooting. I think that's like the <laughs> coolest, most tasteful version. A plate, like a plate on display. <laughs> yes. Jesus in a jet, 
Shooting a terrorist. Yes, yes. Killing terrorists. Yes. <laughs> yes. If you are a tasteful Christian, what would you have? What is one what is one example of a tasteful cross you could have in your house? Well, I don't love that style, but the Sistine Chapel is pretty classy. Okay. But there I don't know if there's a cross on on that mural. I think it's just like no. Adam and Eve and stuff. Yeah, wait, the one that Michelangelo painted? E, no, Leonardo da Vinci, I think. That's right. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I knew it was one of them. <laughs> I knew it was one of them. Michelangelo did the other chapel, the 15th I'm chapel. I'm not sure now. You're making me doubt myself. <laughs> Which 15th. Ninja Turtle was it? <laughs> he did the 15th. Raphael did the 14th. And Splinter did the 17th. It's the Sistine Chapel. It's not the 16th Chapel. Yeah. You're just like Shia LaBeouf on the fucking... Uh, did you see him on Letterman get that wrong? No. He said this... Oh, yeah, the 16th Chapel. And Letterman's just like... <laughs> you know what he does. He, like, makes his guest a fool and just like... Yeah. A Canadian education. Oh, no, it was Justin Bieber. That's who it was. Oh, that makes more sense. <laughs> That makes more sense. Um, you want to hear a fact? You want to hear my Ripley's Believe It or Not fact? Let's do it. Okay, we're going to read about Ripley's <laughs> Believe It or Not today in facts. I'm going to read you guys some wonderful facts. Whoa, is this new? Yeah. M&M's? Yeah, but TNC for Toby and Cornell. Aww. Isn't that cute? Yeah. She wanted me to get a TNC tattoo and drew like this picture of uh m&ms with like little m&ms coming out but it said tnc on all the m&ms uh -huh. and so the artist took it and made it actually like from a peanut m&m label and there's a the regular m&m has a t on it and the big m&m has a c on it the peanut m&m i'm a big dumb peanut m&m guy is toby gonna get a matching one one day i hope <laughs> I hope if it was legal now, then yeah, she would. Absolutely. Oh, it's not legal. No, unfortunately I checked and no, you did check for a kid, a child to get a tattoo. I don't know. Cause when I was in, I want to say like second grade, a kid had a tattoo on his inner thigh of a rose. It was so weird. What? I was like, how'd you get that? My mom took me. What? What? No. Yeah. It was really weird. But he, it existed. Maybe it was a fake one and he tricked me. I don't know. But it was a big rose on his inner thigh, too. Like That would have hurt so bad. What tattoo artist wants to... All right, let me pull up your shorts and draw on your thigh, kid. What the hell? There's no what's way. What's it going to look like when he grows There's up? There's no way that was real. I know. it's gonna. It, yeah, it would be all warped after he grew. <laughs> no way. He tricked you. Well, he had something on his leg. I don't know. In second grade. Yeah, no. They it could have been third or fourth grade. They it could have been third or fourth grade. Let kids. But it was. <laughs> he should have been reported to his parents should have been reported to CPS. That's not okay. Maybe this kid lied a good lot because he also told me that his brother died from drinking too much water. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, that's a real thing that can happen, but. Maybe he's just makes stuff up. I don't know. <laughs> I had another friend that said she built a Nintendo 
at home <laughs> okay around that same age i was like okay bring it to school tomorrow and she kept forgetting to bring it <laughs> <laughs> well you know what gocomics.com cannot be reached right now oh no bad news for our oh wait but i think i can still read it hold on yes i can still read it by just taking a screenshot of it and then zooming in so we're still gonna read it fuck you go comics for going out we appreciate all the work you've done for us in every podcast before but not anymore all right here we go venice italy was built on a foundation of more than 10 million tree trunks which continued to support the city hundreds of years later what do you think that's interesting i did recently learn that from a youtube uh documentary about venice it's really, really weird yeah what it's kind of creepy it's like living there on these hundreds years old trees and it's sinking right i think so there was some issue with the buildings but i don't remember now i watched it so long ago all i know about venice is what i've learned from playing the game tomb raider <laughs> um, there was like some Venice level and it was cool. <laughs> you like jumped out of a window into the canals and then you'd hop in a boat and you could boat around and, um, it seemed cool. That's all I remember. And you're a hot babe with braids and guns. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Drink a Bud Light. Yeah, Venice is so cool. It's been around, does it say how long ago it was made? Nope. Oh. Nope. But it's been around since antiquity. It's kind of trippy to think about, and it's still there. And it's all bit, It's all man-made. Yeah. Pretty wild. Instead of what, alien-made? No, instead of just being an island <laughs> that you be- they built on. It wasn't there. They put trees on the... Yeah. On the sea floor, so odd. That's and it crazy. held up for so long. They didn't say it was a sea floor in the Ripley's Believe It or Not thing. Oh, the lake floor. I don't know. Whatever. It's in the. I see. I don't know. Mediterranean Sea, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Well, they would be on the sea floor then. I think. Sounds right. <laughs> okay. Now, time for fact number two. Before I um, get too into Venice, I don't want to go into the whole history of it. I know so much about it, but I'll cut myself off and hold myself back by reading this next fact. Tap water in Canada is held to a higher health standard than bottled water. Huh? Yeah. So if you want to drink tap water, hit up Canada, I guess. You're taking baths in better water than we bottle and drink. Yeah, here, Nestle locally like just bottles tap water from LA County <laughs> really it sells it. Did you know that? No. Yeah. They have some, yeah, they just use municipal water. I think they filter it, but you're just drinking tap water. They sell like a bunch of Brita's. Yeah. And they're pouring like, into I mean, bottles. I'm sure it's like one big filter, you know, they yeah. have an industrial thing, but, but it's just the same water we're getting out of our sink. And now we're paying a dollar per bottle for it or $2. Yeah, they're filtering it. That's all you need to do, right? I guess. Do you drink tap water? 
Or, yeah, I have the pitcher filter thing. Yeah, the Brita. Yeah. Oh, so you could start selling bottled water too. No, I don't want to waste plastic. Oh, nice. Well, you can reuse your dew bottles. Creative reuse. And you can sell them for a quarter less than Nestle. That is not trashy at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you do that a couple hundred thousand times, you got Pop- Pappy Von Winkle for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I get. I'm getting evicted, but at least I got my Pappy Van Winkle. <laughs> all right. Um, two more facts. This one I already knew, just like all the other facts I've read. The Apollo astronauts left multiple bags of human waste on the moon that are still there today. <laughs> I didn't know that. You didn't know that? It makes sense now that you say it. Yeah. They just left bags of shit. Oh, wow. I never thought about that at all because they traveled all that way in a tiny capsule. So they must have had the shit right in front of each other. And I bet being in space makes you have to shit a lot. Or do you think it makes you constipated? One or the Maybe other. Maybe constipated because there's no gravity pulling your shit through your system <laughs> i don't hmm. know though it's a good good point i'm not sure it's it gonna it's gonna do one or the other either that i just feel like which is probably a lot of astronauts biggest fear is like you just get real bad diarrhea when you get into space oh my god i think that would happen to me i'm just picturing that episode of the simpsons where homer opened a bag of chips in space oh yeah <laughs> but it's not chips it's <laughs> yeah. something liquid Oh my god <laughs> Yeah Pooping in space is uh, uh, Difficult Space in general I heard is really nasty I read a story about These NASA astronauts Opening a cupboard In the space station And there was a blob of water That had just been floating in there And it was red Because it had so much bacteria in it Whoa <laughs> Cool. And there's just all this gross because it's all completely shut in. So like right. all your grease and skin flakes and, and everything, like it's just the grossest, you know, most unsanitary human yeah. crap. Yeah, but. right, 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 right. That's interesting. So all your skin flakes and stuff are floating up. Like if you got eczema up there, I'm sure your skin gets dry. Well, yeah, I'm sure they do all kinds of medical checks and make sure that you're not going to get sick, but still, it's going to stink. You're going to yeah. smell like sweat. You're going to, you know. Fart. And, like I, and like I mentioned, that bo- that big blob of water, that was like red from bacteria. So it's like right. bacteria and mold and all that shit still grows. Yeah, it's like a college dorm room up in the ISS. Yeah, and you, there's nowhere to put any of that shit, I don't think. <sighs> Interesting. There's got to be an air filter of some sort. Yeah, but I mean, well, I don't know. I don't know. All right. Well, let's, <laughs> let's go to three. The fact number four, another one I already knew. A traveler arriving at a Michigan airport in March of this very year was found to have six live giant African land snails in their luggage. <laughs> okay. Did he get in, Did he get arrested? Probably. I don't know a lot about TSA uh, or the customs, but I assume that one of the things you can't bring is six large, giant African snails through a checked bag. 
I wouldn't know, because that is a pet, I think, you can get. Well, is it a service animal? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It leads you when you're blind. I don't understand the animal smuggling. It's got to be good money. But, like, you see the stories about, like, the guys who have the coats with birds sewn in them. Have you seen that? No. It was, like, a guy who has, like, a coat with, like, a bunch of little pockets with birds, like... Like little bird holders. Living birds? Yes. Like, I don't know. I guess you're just, you have no overhead and now you've got a pet store and you didn't have to pay for the birds. I, <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, I really think, what else would you, especially those snails, what else would those be for? Got to be to sell them. Yeah. Got to be. You're not just going to go put them in a lake. <laughs> or, yeah, it's like the slowest eco-terrorism that's ever happened. Right, like, right. It appears that 50 years ago, someone let off, <laughs> started breeding snails. I think I would like to have a giant land snail for a pet. That would be pretty dope. Besides all the slime, I don't know if I would want it in the house, I guess. Or maybe it's like a mop. Well, you get a terrarium. I would. <laughs> it's like a mop. <laughs> but you would need a big-ass terrarium for a, one, a giant land slug. It? Well, by judging by the drawing, pretty big. <laughs> oh. I think they're just like that big or something. That's big. Yeah, but there's, I don't, I guess you're right. I was thinking a normal sized terrarium would probably be big enough. Who knows? I don't want one. I think you're crazy. That's a slimy, gross mess. It's cool. They're cute. I'm there's some pets that I would, I do think are cute, but again, it goes back to the, are you garbage test? Like, do I really want frogs in my house? Is that really going to impress the woman I'm dating or whatever? (laughs) Well, I don't think you should get a pet just to try and impress a woman, but, but, but it does kind of add to your oeuvre. Is that the right word? Sure. You know, if you've got a pet monkey, you're the guy, the cool guy with the pet monkey. But if you've got a pet boa constrictor, you're the, weird guy with the snake <laughs> yes but even any, though snakes are cool i would pet it and i would think it's cool but i don't want one uh, yes snakes are cool but i don't want one either i don't want i don't think i love frogs they're so fucking cute but you you can't take it out really i don't want an animal i can't touch you know yeah i think you can though but it's like they're barely conscious it's like having a hermit crab like you know yeah (laughs) it's like having a bug or something they don't know they're your pet even well does any pet sure dog the dog knows it's your pet yeah yeah i think so dogs and cats kind of know you're in charge and you they trust you cats are in charge they think they're in charge. Yeah, but they'll ask you for stuff. They'll ask you to let them in and out and stuff. Yeah. But a frog's yeah. just, you let it out and it'll run away as soon as it can. It doesn't even remember you or who, why <laughs> you're messing with it or, you know? At least that's the sense I get. Yeah. What about a rat? I don't, well, I would never want to own a rat, but I have heard they're cute and they act like dogs and stuff, But which is fine, but I don't want a rat. <laughs> yeah, I feel the same way. I dealing with rats. 
in my house makes oh, me yeah. want to have a rat <laughs> as a pet or any type of rodent, really. I knew a guy, uh, my friends, um, when I was in college, they had uh, a roommate who had a ferret. And that was pretty cool, ferret running around. Um, yeah, I had a childhood friend who had a ferret, and it was cool, but when it died, it was very sudden, and that turned me off to the whole idea. Because it was just, one day it's really healthy and energetic, and after... They don't have long lives. I want to say three years or something. It just one morning it was just dead, oh, shit. and it's just in your in a cage dead. I mean, I don't know. There's something weird about that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Is that worse or is that better than like having to like put an animal down or hold it in your arms as it takes its last breath? It's kind of nice to just have an animal just boom. I'm out. It's like ripping the bandaid off. You know what I mean? Bam, ferret gone. Next one, toss him in there. Let's go. No, I think that's more shocking. I think when the animal slowly goes, you're more mentally prepared. Yeah. Yeah. But either way, it's just kind of a dorky pet to have. You want a dog. <laughs> Dogs you know, are I don't just want the a best. ferret. Yeah. Yeah. I want a basset hound, really. But they're kind of loud to have in an apartment complex. Yeah. Yeah, and they're drooly too, right? Yeah, but they're so cool and cute. I want one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we're going to make that happen for you, Logan. Right now. Is that what, yeah. <laughs> is that what you brought? <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of stuff you brought, dude, take your fucking robe back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I keep forgetting to give it back to you. Okay, I will gladly take the robe back that you wore for one episode. It was good. I like that. It worked. It did. But I was expecting a more regular looking uh, robe. Yeah, it's more of a sexy kimono, not your style. It is like a kimono or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I need a bathroom. And you're like, you can just keep that one. And now I see it. It's like, I don't, that's not what I was thinking. <laughs> Would you wear a bathrobe after you're done with a shower? Just put on a robe and walk around in your house and sit down and drink a glass of dew? A hundred percent, but I'm thinking terry cloth or something yeah. a little bit more like that. That's it's something you can snuggle. Kimono is a good word. I I mean I would say almost gi is what okay. yours is like. Yeah, it's like a karate thing. <laughs> That's cool. It makes me want to wear it even more. I've never worn robes. That's all I wear. <laughs> Nobody wears robes except judges. <sighs> And graduates. I mean, even like an after shower thing. Never. Oh, I haven't either, but I want to. You get the appeal. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know what? It's not so bad now, but I had some sciatic nerve issues like a few months ago. And I think wearing a robe sometimes would help with that because it comes from things always being around your waist. Ah. Causes sciatic nerve problems. So I think when you wear it, when you don't. Have underwear or pants on around your waist. I well, you could just like Donald Duck it, do a shirt cocking. Well, I do that when I'm alone, but yeah, <laughs> I like to have this window open. Yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. Be, the robe would be really great. I'd have to get. I could get dressed without getting dressed. It's perfect. Yeah. God damn it! I'm gonna get one. <laughs> All right, let's make it happen. Let's get you a robe and a basset hound. Yes. Oh yeah. 
In a pipe. In a pipe. <laughs> yeah. Your bad sound will fetch your robe and betroth you in it. <laughs> yes. My super wet, drooly robe. <laughs> you lick your butt crack dry. <laughs> Maybe. All right. Well, should we do comics? Are we there yet? <laughs> sure. Why not? Okay. So you won with Ziggy last time. That's why you brought the Ziggy facts. That's right. And today I am bringing a new contender I've never brought before. And um, you are going to be absolutely blown away. I think it's an easy win. For you? For me. I, the website still isn't working, but that's okay. I don't need I pulled it. up four... And I'm still deciding which ones. They're so hilarious. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so today, I... Oh, wait. You go first. I have to go first. Okay. Ziggy is at a table, like, you know, where there would be a buffet for breakfast stuff, and there's two, cof, you know, steel coffee things. Uh-huh. Carafes. Yeah, it's like a craft service table, but, you know... Carafe. A carafe. Oh, is that a real word? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, whatever. There's two. What are they? Carafes. The the cylinders are called carafes? Yeah. There's two carafes. One says complimentary coffee, and the other one says insulting tea. <laughs> got you to laugh at least. All right, I got it. Yeah, okay, so we're kind of on the same same boat with ours. Okay. The one I'm bringing to the table... It's called Frank and Ernest. Okay. And this one, it's a picture of a pizza, but the pepperonis on the pizza have a face and a mouth. And then one's Frank and one's Ernest. And one pepperoni says the other, Ernie, we're in a pizza. And then Ernie says, pie can't believe it. And then the next one, Frank goes, there's no topping this. And Ernie goes, I'm enjoying my slice of life. And then, and then Frank goes, oh, no, we're melting off. And then Ernie goes, do not worry. And then Frank go, and then Ernie goes, Ernie goes, cheese things happen. And Frank goes, we avoided a night marinara scenario. Oh, my and God. And Ernie goes. Certainly only a ha certainly not a half baked success. And that's it. Uh you just I you know what? That was a barrage of jokes. Are you okay, buddy? Dude. That was exhausting to read. That was exhausting to not laugh at. That was pretty great. All right. That Frank and Ernie's the name of the whole Frank and Ernest. The whole series? Wow. Yes. Oh, Frank and Ernest. Get it? Like they're being Frank and Ernest. Yeah. Huh. It's nonstop. That's pun believable. Pun believable jokes. What do we you think? You mind if I? Uh, I think yours won. Okay, but what were we gonna say? You mind if I read a couple other Ziggy ones? Please, just read them <laughs> up. Let, let Ziggy go out in style. Yeah, Ziggy's good. A good guy. Ziggy's a good guy, and I. And gotta... they're all one panel, simple jokes. Ziggy's at a fancy dinner, and the waiter says. So you want to send your compliments to the chef, eh? What am I, chopped liver? <laughs> matchmaker. He's at a matchmaking 
company. Uh huh. <laughs> Nothing yet, sir. We'll let you know if anyone starts getting desperate. <laughs> That's the Ziggy I know and love. And the comments are sure like one more. Okay. <laughs> This is pretty funny. Another fancy dinner. I, he loves having fancy dinners by himself. Wow, this place is classy. That's Ziggy saying that. And then the waiter comes up. Bonjour, monsieur. May I take your order? Yes. Yes, my good man. I'll have the er, uh, qui, uh, quick. Uh, yes, I'll have the quickie. One order of quiche. Very good, sir. <laughs> I love the voice work on that one. Uh, <laughs> you would have won just for the voice work if you would have read that one, I think. Eh, but Ziggy, I didn't. nice run. You're funny comic. What do you think's the one that's had the longest run so far? Was it Garfield? I think Garfield. Wow. Okay. Well, now Frank and Ernest... Uh, holds the crown. We'll see how long they're able to hold the title of funniest comic of the week. You'll just have to keep tuning in to find out. And until then, everyone, keep listening, keep laughing, and, and keep, keep stripping. stripping.